Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ungakiri, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of August 5th, 2022. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Gray. What's happening, dudes? And Luna. Hey, everyone. Ginky. Oh, Ginky's indeed. What you guys been listening to as of late? Let's start with you, Luna. Went back to Miu because she does have some really good summer songs. So I've been adding to my summer playlist and her Summer Together track, her Fly, Southern Waves. Those all got added to my summer mix. Also, Kaho released a new song in June, late June, called Sorry Not Sorry. And that brought me back to listening to some of her other tracks, too. Sorry Not Sorry is a heavy R&B track. And I love her versatility because one of my favorite songs by her is Roller Coaster. And then I also love her Summertime track. And I would, if she ever releases an album, I love to do more stuff on her. But Sorry Not Sorry is really good. Like some heavy R&B, great vocals. Love her music. Always look forward to when she releases a new single. Also was checking out Yellow Bucks. Actually has a new album. And I did not realize it till later. It's called Ride for Life. And there's some pretty good tracks in there. I really like G-I-O-T-F. Get on the get on the floor. Featuring JP the Wavy. And I enjoyed uh, Inda Club. Which was on one of the, the like hot lists in Japan that Apple had. And enjoyed shut up featuring Madi. so it's a it's a pretty good album so far i i mean if you like hip-hop rap that type of thing so i'm always glad to hear something new from uh yellow bucks and then miu speaking her again she had a new single called right on back in may that i initially missed and i was checking that out and milia has actually had a couple new singles and they're fantastic i'm looking forward to when she does release a new album because be my baby featuring you'll you'll say is beautiful and then i really liked her double one goodbye darling crimea river those both were fantastic so i was glad to get to go back to her and banana lemon dropped a new single called phoenix that is also highly recommended great vocals And also has added Uduwashi to my list with Surf Like a Girl and Best Summer Ever. Just because, you know, I need some good tracks, bet, you know, on my summer list. And, of course, Ken, you introduced me to Gimme Some with Crystal K and Daichi. That has been heavily on my list because that track is lit. You want a good summer banger or just a banger in general? Gimme Some is the just phenomenal. So... And continued on with my summer playlist, which is the usual. It has some cream. It has some Simba. It has Atarayo. It has a lot of random stuff in here. It has IU, like jo- uh, like Fairyland, Boys and Girls. It has Boa, Key of Heart, Sparkling. It has um, Double, with Summertime featuring Verbal, Rock the Party. TAs, Forget the Shine. Got some Yayoi Diamond in there. And speaking of that, she also has a really, really good single. A absolutely phenomenal ballad that came out. Uh, yeah, Luna, I've been listening to um, Beyond Vanitas by Piping Hot 
which was a song that we talked about last week, and I've just really been enjoying that. Uh, the latest single by uh, Gang Parade called Signal, which was also super, super good. I've been really enjoying the superb EP by Friends. Uh, been checking out Louder by Spicy Soul. And uh, still listening to probably my favorite song of the year so far, Last Dance New Bye Bye by Ballistic Boys. Uh, and I have been checking out Escape by the Fantastics. Uh, so really nothing too crazy. Just things that we've talked about in the past couple of weeks. What have you been listening to? So I've been listening Ken. to uh, Sun-Kissed Lady by the lovely Natsu Summer and Ryu Senkai. It's a collab album between the two of them. The songs of Low Pressure Boy and Kokodo no Winglet has been absolutely fantastic. I highly recommend it if you guys have uh, been a fan of Nazi Summer like the both of you guys were. I was also listening to Pearls by Neo Tokyo Metro. Their latest single has been absolutely fantastic. I was also listening to the little preview that Amyo did with her upcoming album falling into your eyes which is 3636 that's the only song currently that she's released for it but i've been really really enjoying that i was also listening to feelings waiver ep by akira i've been listening to the color song on that ep so it's been absolutely fantastic i was also listening to kubuki take by yama who's an absolutely fantastic artist so if you guys have a chance go listen to her as well we also got melody by <laughs> by good old takaya kawasaki here so it's it's all right i've been kind of turning my perception about him over the last couple couple of weeks so we also have lights and dawn which is by sikatsu wa wasurete which is absolutely fantastic lights and dawns it's it's something that i've been really really enjoying as of late so been listening to a, a lot of hodgepodge here and there a lot of new stuff so i'm kind of looking forward to the next week as always but with that, let's continue on to the music corner here. And this week, Luna, you have the lovely chance to introduce an artist. So why don't you go ahead and take the reins? Yes. Yeah, so I had the lovely um, chance to do music corner this week. Not really chance, but I'm very excited to introduce Ice Cream. So they are a female dance and vocal unit by LDH consisting of the members Urui, Yuna, and Hinata. So they were all chosen from something called LDH Present, the girls' audition. And they actually were able to make their first appearance as the opening act for the first concert event of the E-Girls' final tour, E-Girls' Perfect Live 2011-2020. So this was a great way to introduce them as E-Girls. This was their final tour until they disbanded. This is, I mean, for LDH, introducing a girl group, this is the perfect time, a new dance vocal unit, and Ice Cream officially made their debut the following year in 2021, and and they did that with their debut single, Maybe Yes EP, and it actually, the title song was the ending theme for a drama called Ocha Nigosu. 
So despite Ice Cream being a newly formed group, they've already started making their mark in the industry with catchy tracks, powerful vocals, smooth rap, and stylish dance moves. As a trio, they form a powerhouse with their all the skills that they have accomplished so far, and they have not slowed down that since their debut last year. They already have one studio album under their belt and several digital singles. And... Rui, I had the chance of meeting at ASEN, and it's just amazing how far this group has come and how the members are getting so involved in LDH at such a young age and being able to accomplish so much. So with Ice Cream being a powerhouse unit with their vocal and dance skills is just mesmerizing. Upon hearing tracks like... Tsutsumi, Kyoyoni, Himawadi, and Jasmine, you hear the power in each of their vocals shine, especially with these being a slower type of track. And I'm going to highlight Tsutsumi Komuyoni as it, one, it is a cover of a Mishia song, and it is a mellow R&B style track with a great composition. It has saxophone and jazzy feel to it. And I think the girls' vocals really make this track even better. They are perfectly in tune with the composition and arrangement. And you can hear them giving their all with each note. And that's just a, you know, I uh, like a little tip of the iceberg on their, their ballads and their slower tracks. Just because I love that you can hear how well they harmonize with their vocals. And they have a lot of poppy dance tunes as well, such as Scream Out, Diamond, and Maybe Yes. And each of these tracks has a fun, cute little, um, like, dance, catchy chorus, and they still show off their vocals as well as their choreography, and that's one of the things I love about them. Their latest single, Catwalk, is more of an upbeat pop tune with solid vocals and a really good composition to match. I feel like Catwalk has a nice charm to it as each member really gives it their all to make it a fun, fresh track track that sticks in your head. So I, I, I know we hear a lot of LDH, especially with the male groups, but I feel like we don't get to hear as many of their female groups lately. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Great. How about you start? Yeah, no, uh, Ice Cream was a bit hit and miss with me. I did ultimately wind up really enjoying their I album. Uh, Catwalk was okay, and their Scream Out, it, it was all right. I started really enjoying their ballads, uh, stuff like uh, Himawari was really good, and jasmine was also really good uh so there are songs that really focused on like their vocal performance i thought was really good because you could really hear uh how talented the girls are in their vocals and i really feel like i i think i say this a lot but i i know this is just my my sense and taste in music but i really feel like if they leaned into their vocals a bit more i would like them a lot more and I, I think it would, not that they, not that you know they're they have really good vocals, and you hear that in their ballads. And it's just like it'd be nice if you heard this in all of their songs and not just their ballads. But well, it's, a, it's an unfortunate thing though, because of the fact that where they're signed. Yeah, I mean, I 
LDH has been showing that they can do some really good vocal intensive groups as of late. But so when you show, but but think of this, Gray. Think of how all the facts of all LDH groups are now. Do they lean heavily into debuting, debuting now, and even now? So, a lot of their songs still have the hints of what LDH's DNA is, is which is really, really beat and dance style of compositions without so much relying on the vocals as heavily they're starting to turn that ship around now but even so a lot of their groups are still that that dna of what ldh is unfortunately i mean you're you are right and especially like groups that that debut they they certainly do tend to have a particular sound but um, yeah, like I said, like I really liked the 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 ballads. M- maybe yes was really good. There maybe uh, their single maybe yes. I mean, it's on their maybe yes EP, but it's the first song. I, I did like that a lot. I thought that was a pretty good track too. So, uh, like they they do have some good range, and they they do they do have like some fun upbeat numbers that I did like just like when they do like like their club numbers their their more dance numbers you lost me there I didn't I wasn't a huge huge fan of those but outside of those and there's it's only maybe like four or five tracks maybe that I would say are super dancey so overall like I said I wound up liking them more than not liking them but they, they did have a couple of tracks that I wasn't hitting on me hmm you know, unfortunately, like like I mentioned earlier, I think if they weren't specifically signed to LDH, I think they would be leaning a lot more on their vocal sides, much more prevalent than than what they are doing right now. But it, it's sad because I think they have really good vocals. However, it's getting to that point, specifically with LDH, they're the you know this market of of female groups that are trying to break out that isn't considered idol it's it's getting kind of crowded right now and unfortunately the only thing that i have a problem with ice cream and it's it's scream with like you know with an s <laughs> every single time i hear it i just think ice cream instead <laughs> and with with what ice cream it's I think they have such a uphill battle that they really need something to stand out. And unfortunately, unless they start doing that, they're just going to get lost in the shuffle, no matter how talented we think they are. And they have really good vocals. And it's just a shame that unless they have something that really makes them stand out, unfortunately, it's going to sound fairly fairly a blur in, in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, and I do see they have a lot of competition out there, and I would love to see them. I I, I feel like they do have really good tracks, but you are correct. I haven't found anything completely, like, stand out. And I'm honestly hoping, since they're so newly formed, I mean, they really only have three digital singles right now. And I'm looking forward to what to see they'll do next, because they've been releasing a good amount of stuff so far this year. And just in general, and I'm hoping they'll, you know, get that one single and find their exact tone that'll help them stand out more, too. 
You know, the thing is, the the fact of the matter that we are kind of harping on them so youngly also kind of goes into effect here. Usually with artists like this, specifically or with artists that are in a a system of some kind, whether it be Johnny's, LDH, or, or heaven forbids, the K-pop system, it takes them a while to get their their footings in and to explore just what their their beef or their their stick is hell it took it took a lot of the XL tribe members a long time before they found what makes them good compared to just all sounding fairly the same or being the same stick so to speak it took a while yeah and i, I think ice cream has the potential and that's that's one of the reasons i chose them i know they're very newly formed but it's a group I would like to watch grow and see what they do in the future with LDH and watch them grow in music and adjust into adults and see what they do. So I'm hoping they, I love their vocal heavy tracks and I feel like vocally they just shine. So I would love to see that put into perspective with more of their upbeat pop tracks and have something really stand out. But I still enjoyed all their music, and Urui was so sweet when I met her, and such a nice person. And you could tell she had a lot of inspiration from a lot of the other members of E-Girls, which is really neat. And you can hear that influence within Ice Cream, but I also like that they still have their their influences from E-Girls, but they're also trying to do their own thing in a way, too. Regardless, I'm really excited to see what's how the future is in store for them so i really can't wait and because they're such early in the roundup when we finally do get to them i would like to see how they grew if they if they did at that point so you know thank you for introducing that you're welcome and i'm looking forward to that as well i'm hoping they'll have a couple new singles under their belt or you know maybe a mini album or something so uh currently Ice Cream only has one studio album, I, and four digital singles. Yes, maybe, uh, maybe yes, EP, Himawari, Tsutsumi Komuyoni, and their newest one, Catwalk. You can check out their official website, Twitter, Instagram, and the music video for Tsutsumi Yokomuyoni on our website. Thank you, Luna, for uh, letting us check out Ice Cream. I did have a lot of fun with this group, and I am eager to see what they bring to the table next time. You're welcome, and I, I'm glad we are all looking forward to that. But yeah, with that, let's continue on to this week's Oricon here, and <laughs> this was not a good week. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Like, well, maybe one good one, and that was it. But yeah, with that, let's continue on to number 10, and it is Future Parade by the Nijigasaki Gakuen School Idol Kokai, which is pretty much the, the new the new Love Live generation. And this is from the game. And as our resident Love Live person, why don't you go and talk about what you liked about this release, Gray? I see what you did there. Always uh, have to keep on your toes. <laughs> this was a interesting release. I, I thought Future Parade was pretty solid. I did have fun with that. The B track was alright. I, I wasn't too crazy about it, but the I do feel like they put their best foot forward with their uh, level 
Oops Adventures is the B track. And it's it's okay, but Future Parade's pretty good. I, I don't think it would inspire me to buy it or anything like that, but I I did enjoy it what what I heard. I it not, not I'm not gonna re-listen to this song, but it it was good for what it was. What about you, Luna? Well, being the I guess not love live person. Ha ha ha. Uh I I I well, y'all know I love Love Live, so I love I, I enjoyed Future Parade. It was not my favorite by the Nijisaki Hold on. I there's so many groups at this point because I'm trying to I'm trying to get all the new Love Live stuff watched at some point. Um, it's not my favorite of the Nijigasaki Gakuen's Idol Club. How, uh, or Gakusei. I, there are other ones I like better, but it was still Future Parade solid. I mean, it is a solid track. And I enjoyed it greatly. I, the Oops Adventure was, level Oops Adventures was okay. I felt it was a little too cutesy for me, but I totally understand what they were going for because I like that they did that more cutesy aspect. Um, but you can tell Future Parade has, is a more vocal heavy song where they rely on it. It has a great composition. Well, level Oops Adventures just feels like this cutesy fun song. That's a typical Anamu song that you would hear as an insert. All in all, I mean, it's a solid single. Would I go out and buy it? No. Would I wait for a vocal uh, vocal collection with all the songs? Uh, heck yeah. Then I'd buy it when they're all together. But, I mean, being the love, the resident Love Live person, I mean, I enjoyed it. It was fun. And I really like the Nichigasaki Gakuen Aeru Gakusei. I, I feel like this group has had a lot of solid ones. It might, might not be my muse. Or, um, I'm trying to think of the other one that I also really love. My brain's blanking today, but I mean, I think they've done a great job with all their tracks so far. You mean Aquors? Aquors. I'm sorry. My brain is like off in La La Land. <laughs> sorry. I, was... I mean, regardless, you know, for, for Future Parade, I, th- I thought it was all right. I'm not, it's not, I'm not, uh. At this point, they're just releasing songs from from the game at this point because I don't think they uh, announced a new season for the anime, so they're just releasing stuff off of the game right now. And I'm just like, mm. I'm finding they're, they're being very comfortable of their compositions and everything like that. I thought that Level Oops Adventure was all right as well. Nothing really to... Uh, out of the norm here for for Animu Idol at this point and we're gonna get a lot of it later on this this week and I just thought it was alright overall. But regardless, Future Parade sold a lovely eight thousand nine hundred and fifty eight copies. And going on up to number nine, it is Orange Kiss by Snowman. Now Luna, you missed last week's episode where we originally talked about this release. So what did you think about Orange Kiss? So I I thought it was okay. I wasn't head over heels for it. I liked that Orange Kiss was 
a not a pop and lock and it had a nice mellow composition to it it but it at the same time it was your typical idol song male idol track it felt very by the numbers the really happy cutesy type of song and that's what odin g kiss gave me is that that feel i didn't think it was bad i didn't but I also didn't love it. It's just very in the middle for me because I do have to be in a mood for the type of cute love song. Yeah, so, I mean, from from last week, both me and, well, Gray really liked it. However, I thought it was just all right as well. So there's nothing really changing that opinion at this point. But regardless, Orange Kiss sold a lovely 9,748 copies. And going on up to number eight, it is See You by Bish. Now, what did you think of this release, Gray? I really wound up enjoying See You by Bish. I, I think this continues the streak that Bish is on. Uh, they've really been knocking it out of the park since uh, they announced their retiring. We, we've gone over that. And I think See You is just another notch in the belt that they've been accumulating as of late. Like, they've really really have put their heart and soul in these past several releases all of them are fantastic and um, I wound up really enjoying CU I thought this was a lovely release on a whole and this was my favorite track this is my favorite release that we're going to talk about it was super good I, I really enjoyed it uh, I did forget to add it to my library but I'm going to go back and do that probably in the middle of the show but Yes, uh, I love CU. I thought it was fantastic, and uh, I think uh, Bish is really knocking it out of the park. So I do agree with Gray. I thought CU was a solid track, to be honest. I mean, and I'm not a big fan of Bish. I'm very hit or miss on them due to vocal-wise, but I honestly think since they've announced their retirement, disbandment, whatever you want to call it, that they've released solid songs since then. And I've enjoyed every single main track that they've released. I didn't care for Usul as much, which is the B-side. I Something with the vocals is off for me. But CU was absolutely solid, and I highly recommend checking it out. Now, when you say another notch in the belt here, Gray, I'm just going to play devil advocate between the both of you at this point. I thought it was just all right, personally. But this is also just because of the fact that they are going really all out and there are going to be a couple songs. Now, unfortunately, I, well, not unfortunately, but I, I've also been listening to all the releases that they've been doing back to back to back. And I've been doing this for a while now because I've wanted to cover something about them over the last couple months before their, their retirement and, or their disbandment here. And unfortunately if i were to line them all up together i don't there is a bar but i think cu was just an okay release and i can see that i would like to do what you did listen all back to back because i feel like i know there were a couple bish tracks that i loved more than cu and cu i didn't favorite i'm gonna admit that i mean i really enjoyed it and i thought it was one of their better tracks for me but i didn't hit plus like a couple of the other ones i did i mean i can see how you know you can come out of this not being you know uh their favorite because they this is a 
to me, this is a very like by the numbers bish song. So I, I can understand how that might you may not find it their. I mean, I don't know if I call it their favorite, their best either. Uh, like I said, but I still think this is a high quality song and uh, definitely in line with the releases that they've been putting out. Wait till we get to next week's release. <laughs> I haven't checked it out yet, but it's already available on yeah, Apple it's already Music. Available. So it, was a, it was available at the, the beginning of the month, so and which which yeah. is Sinar so Raba, and we're probably going to be talking about this next week anyway. So it's in, compared to See You, I think it's 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 a little bit much more of a solid song, but we'll see. But regardless, See You sold the lovely ten thousand four hundred and twenty copies here. And going on up to number seven, it is Bisan wa Naze Nakunaru no Ka by HKT48. And see, it's been going back and coming up and coming back that I don't know who was initially on the episode. I don't think you were gray, but. Yeah, I don't remember talking about this track. Uh, but then also but, your memory, your memory also the biggest yeah, thing. Yeah, my memory it? is terrible. Uh, but I did go back and I, I listened to it and I watched the music video and I was like, I think I would remember talking about this because they really went for the you know the Hatsune Miku style in the music video and and how they were like like avatars in a dancing game and so. I, I I think it's safe to say I wasn't on when we talked about this because well we weren't going to be talking about the music it. video anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean I only I didn't I didn't like super watch it. I, I watched enough of it to get the gist of it, but I didn't like stare at the the, the computer screen for four minutes just drooling. Uh, I wasn't like editing was, that, but <laughs> I was just saying that when we when we, we when we do do these songs, we don't watch the music video because it's available digitally. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I couldn't remember, and so I just pop. I just like I just like popped it up on on YouTube. I forgot it's even on Apple Music. Like I just popped it up on YouTube. I'm like yeah, I'll just check it out there. But uh, I I will say I I liked this. Not enough to, to to download. I don't know. I might go back and download. I don't know. I, I did. I thought this was fun. I, I don't know if this is the direction this group needs to go in or how long this group needs to, you, you know, I don't know the direction this group is going in or anything like that. Uh, and there needs, there probably needs to be a larger discussion about that, but I wish, I wish we could have a larger discussion about that. <laughs> I do too. Uh, I would I would need time to get gather my thoughts because like right now like I, I couldn't have that argument, but I but like I would love to, to, to have that discussion. Uh, be, but I will say just on the merits of this one song, I I really enjoyed it and I had a lot of fun with it. Regardless, Bisan wa Naze Naku Naru no Ka sold a lovely 10,917 copies here. And going on up to number 6, it is Utando Prince Saba, Maji Love, Starlish Idol Song here. This time it is the lovely song of Midai o- o- Orai? 
Orion or on online, I believe that's what it is. And it's it's all it's all right personally. <laughs> I I feel the same way with you for Tano Putin Sama with I just I really wanted to like Mirai Orion. I just could not. I feel like it fell a little flat for me and it's more vocal wise. I think that's what really got me is the the I guess you could say the the character that this vocalist was portraying just didn't do it for me. I something about the voice just threw me off and I just couldn't get into Mirai Odai and Odai. And I feel like lately with the solo ones for Utapuri, it's just been a big miss. And it makes me kind of sad because I think Utapuri has some great vocals. The anime and the games are very interesting. And I hope and you know that we'll get to see more, but I feel like they're better as a all in a group versus indivi the individual songs they do to uh do for Utapuri. But I'm always interested to see what they're going to release because they do have such a variety. This Uta no Prince Sama, uh, they had that release a few months ago where they did their winter songs and they did like that winter in the summer sort of thing. And I really enjoyed that release. I thought that was really good. Uh, and it's really been downhill ever since. I felt like this one is just by the number like it's just nothing really captivated me about it and it, it's just it's an okay song i think if you're an utano prince sama fan i think you'll like this uh but i think this is one of the songs that knows its target audience and shot for it pretty hard and I don't know if there's much to it outside of that, because like I said, I, I wasn't digging this track. I don't think it's super good or this release. I should say this release, but it, it, it was OK. Like, it's not bad. Like the vocal performance is fine. Uh, the melody is fine. Like everything about it is fine. But that's the problem with it is it's fine. It, it, it doesn't really it's go to that a, next level. You it's know? just all right. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yep. And, you know, I feel the exact same way, unfortunately. But regardless, this week it sold a lovely 11,887 copies here. And going on up to number five, it is Motokare Des by AKB48. There's not much more we can talk about this song. I mean, I believe all three of us thought it was just all right. But this week yeah. it sold a lovely 12,340 copies here. And going on up to number four, it is Koshuji by Hikawa Kiyoshi here. And it's it's pretty much good old, good old Inka here. Yeah, I agree. It's just typical good old Inka, you know, good old Hikawa Kiyoshi doing his thing. I mean, it was a nice relaxing track i you know and but it's also something you expect from him yeah uh this this was I, I felt like this was the second best song of the week honestly it was really good and uh you know it's kiyoshi uh kiyoshi hikawa i don't know why I'm, i butchered his name <laughs> uh, but 
he he's great. He's fantastic, and I I think uh, if you like him, you'll you'll like this track because it is very much a Kiyoshi Hikawa track. If that makes any sense, I did like the upbeat melody of it too. Like I, I did, I, I had some fun with this track. It's it's my second favorite of the week overall. Yeah, honestly, the the upbeat composition really, really does help with this song overall. But it is Inca, so if you're a fan of Kiyoshi, you're gonna be a fan of of Koshuji uh, here. So, regardless, this week it sold a lovely eighteen thousand nine hundred and ninety-one copies here. And going on up to number three, it is Time Jackers by OWV. I can probably speak on the announcement of everyone that we all did not enjoy Time Jackers here. No. You are correct. You can speak for me here. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it sucks because OWV is, it. you know, when you see this particular group, you're just going to think of, yeah, this is... This is, you know, produced one on one Japan, so th- there is that stigma here of that release. So, but you know, it it's what sells, so to speak. But and regardless, you know, it, it sold all right. You know, twenty thousand six hundred nine eight uh, six hundred eighty nine copies here. But you know, it's just it's not good personally. <laughs> I think no. all three of us agree with that. It was. <laughs> my most hated song of the week and there was so much cringe in it it's not even funny <laughs> it, it, it's it's pretty rough uh <laughs> summer rough. summer days i i enjoyed the second track but it's not it's only worth mentioning it's not even worth defending so yeah but regardless continuing on up to number two it is kumori sora no mukao wa harete iru by uh, 7th over 22nd here and it's really hard to defend 7th over 22nd at this point because the market that they are trying to garner here is so crowded at this point and it, it's sad it's really sad I agree I really wanted to like the 22nd over 7 and I feel like each time I try to like them there's just something that stands between. I mean, Kumori Zora no Muko wa Hareteru was okay, but I mean, right when they get to the talking po- point in it, it just messes up this flow that the track had going and it takes you out of the moment. So that was a big issue with it for me. I mean, and the other tracks on there, like Country Girl, Yomikaki no Manga, Kimi wa Darida, are very typical and there's nothing unique that makes them stand out and i think that's my biggest issue is they're very typical animu type tracks and forgettable and in this industry like ken said it's oversaturated and you really need a good track to stand out this group i i really struggled to like anything that they put out and this this does not break the mold uh kumori zora no muko wa Harete Iru is it's just okay it's, it's never bad per se but it's never interesting or exciting and very close to the word boring uh, I would describe usually their releases and this one's no exception yeah there's just there's nothing that really pops and that's that's the most unfortunate thing for them but you know regardless they still have their fans 
it sold fairly well it sold 58,582 copies here but it, it is what it is here but let's quickly move on to number one here and it is amazing love by kinky kids and speaking of boring <laughs> yeah this was uh not amazing <laughs> and i did not love it so uh it was very blah and yeah, that, no that's I, a I, that's a pretty good assessment there that it's just blah <laughs> I, I do what I can. I try to be concise with my words. So, yeah. <laughs> Very creative <yeah>. there. <laughs> I do what I can. Uh, yeah. Like, you can tell these guys uh, that I, I don't know what they're doing with this release. I don't know what they were shooting for, but it, it just doesn't work. It's just, it's too by the numbers, and uh, it just does not work. So. It is just a lackluster release at the end of the day. Yeah, I, I had similar respects to Amazing Love by Kinky Kids. I feel like with Kinky Kids, when they hit, they hit. But when they miss, they miss. And lately for me, they've been missing. And Amazing Love did that. It felt a little off. And also that they were trying too hard with the track. Their vocals were okay, the composition just felt like something was missing and i know they've been around for a great while they are a pillar in the industry and a lot of their old tracks yes they really do hit they still hit but i feel as of lately there's just been all downturn for me and amazing love didn't do it and i wanted to like it because it's kinky kids and I respect them for still trying to do their own thing, but at this point, I also feel like they don't know what they want to do or where they're going, and that's really hindering their new releases. I honestly personally think, and you know, this this was just going off the talk that we did at at the beginning of this off air here is, you know, I really do think that they're just treading water up until their thirtieth release, which is next year. And their 30th anniversary, that is. And I think they're just going to call it quits after that. I wouldn't be surprised, to be honest. Uh, same. Um, I didn't realize how long they had been in the industry. And then uh, we had that conversation earlier. And when you said that, I was like, oh, okay, that makes a lot of sense. I was thinking something along those lines that they're just kind of hanging in there until they can end on a good retirement point. Yeah. Which I do think it's probably going to be next year. Regardless, it sold fairly decent at, you know, 235,030 copies here. But, you know, going on to the albums real fast here, there's nothing really of note here. I mean, you got our uh, our senpai's Perfume with Plasma at number three and twice with their, their album Celebrate at number two here. But not much here to really, really talk about. But... Yeah, I want to say thank you so much for listening to this lovely episode of Ungakudu. You can follow all of our affiliates. Koryu Hunter, who is a variety Twitch streamer. You can check him out at twitch.tv slash Hunter K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. You can also check out TimberTap, who is a variety streamer in his own right, at twitch.tv slash TimberTap, T-I-M-B-E-R-T-F-T. You can also check out the your sister, Luna Rose, who is at twitch.tv slash rainstarkitty r-a-i-n-s-t-a-r-k-i-t-t-y you can also check out fangirl at fangirl has no name at twitch.tv 
slash Fangirl has no name. F-A-N-G-I-R-L-H-A-S-N-A-N-A-M-E. You can also check out the podcast that me, Kyo, Timber, and Fangirl does called Potosaurus. We can talk uh, where this past week we talked about his lovely new dog, Rhubarbra, and Timber's visit to the lake and how he pretty much broke a crime. You can check it out by looking up Potosaurus, by looking up Koryu Hunter, same as his Twitch handle, on all podcast streaming services. You can look up the podcast on all social media platforms here at Twitter and Instagram. You can also check out the lovely, lovely website that we have called ongakidu.com where we talk about all the lovely new releases in the music industry, along with our latest interviews. You can follow me on Twitter at OTYKen1, where I talk about Bang Dream, Anaiba, Roboco, Harobo, and all the lovely things there. Where can we find you, Gray? You can find me on on Twitter at OngakuGray, where I tweet about what I'm watching, what I'm playing, all that fun jazz. If you're interested in what I'm up to, just follow me there. And you, Luna? You can follow me on all the lovely social medias, such as the Twitter... My anime list, Anime Planet, Kitsu, and Letterboxd as Luna Maria 87, L U N A M A R I A 87, and Nerdy Collector Luna on Instagram, where I talk about what I'm watching, what I'm listening to, and photos of my cute, crazy cats. Yeah, I want to say thank you so much for listening to this lovely episode of Ungakadu. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much and have a great day. Bye bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you have a great week. Jamatane. And this is great. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we'll be right back here next week. Bye-bye.